Have you ever hit that sweet spot where everything's going right, doors open, and opportunities magically appear? That is what Golden Alignment is all about. Dr. Beth Golden loves to play in that golden space and teach others how to get there and stay there. Get ready to listen, share, and experience what Golden Alignment in life can look like for you. Now, here is the host of Golden Alignment, author, speaker, and coach, Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome to today's show of Golden Alignment. I am Dr. Beth Golden, and my guest today is Serena Baptista. She has an amazing background, which we're going to get right into, but um, Serena discovered her gifts through her tragedy. The passing of her seven-year-old son in March 2007, she learned that her son did not really die. He was still very close, and he led her to her incredible mediumship gifts. It is Serena's mission to help you find purpose and connection to your highest divine self, amen, and create the bridge for conversation with loved ones who have passed. She mentors psychics and mediums to master their messengers. Serena is an international spiritual teacher, author, and medium. She was a featured speaker for the Life, Death, and Beyond International Conference in Crete, Greece, and she is the resident psychic for iHeartMedia's big 97.9 FM in Northern Colorado. She's created several training programs, including mentoring, long-distance training workshops and webinars, and she's also authored three books, the latest My View from Heaven, was co-authored by her son, J.T. Well, welcome, Serena. I'm so glad to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much, Beth. It's full to be here. I am honored to be on your Golden Alignment show, Beth, so (laughs) I am so happy to be here. Fantastic. Now, Serena has an interesting background because she actually was in the world of IT. And when this unfortunate tragedy occurred with her son, of course, her whole life got turned upside down. And a whole new life and direction in her career occurred. So, Serena, can you give us a little bit of information about that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, as anyone can imagine, when you have a tragedy, such as losing a child very unexpectedly, uh, it does change everything. Uh, I had a dear friend who said, you know, it changes, it just basically blows up your life and uh, and you're left trying to pick the pieces up and figuring out which pieces fit and which pieces don't fit more. And I'll tell you, there were a lot of pieces that didn't fit. Um, I was a software engineer. Uh, analytical, logical, uh, I would help break uh, software and hardware uh, for a killer uh, Silicon Valley company. And so when all of this happened, you really reevaluate everything in your life. And again, looking at all the pieces and seeing what fits. Now, I, oh, I'm still geek. I will <laughs> absolutely admit that. Uh, but then something, as as people who know me will attest, you know, that you know when the when something goes wrong with websites, it's like, well, you just need to do this, this, and this. But uh, because of JT's passing, I found something else about myself. <laughs> Did you want me to go into that, Beth? Of course I do. That's the reason you're on the show. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. Please. Okay. This is where we jump in with both feet. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Because if you were in my shoes, going from software engineer to psychic medium, uh, that's not really a a very smooth path that you would think that that would you know smooth transition. So Mm -hmm. shortly after JT left, he started sending me signs and messages as all of our loved ones do, and 
At first I thought I was just making them up, that it was my imagination, and that's what other people thought too. Oh, the grieving mom, we'll just pat her on the back and we'll tell her, oh, yes, I believe you. I believe it's your dead son talking to you or your dead son communicating with you. And, you know, and I, it took me a long time to to really accept that it was him. He was so persistent. He kept sending people to me to give me messages. And one of the messages was, I have big plans for you, Mom. And that would frustrate Ooh. the heck out of me, really, because I had no idea what that was. Uh, I was not in this woo-woo world, as I call it, before before it happened. Of course, uh, I always believed that there was um, life after what we do here, but I really didn't know what that was. And so he persistently sent messages, sent people. I found myself uh, talking to a medium about six months after he passed, and I didn't tell her anything. And this was somebody, it was a phone phone session. And I didn't know mm-hmm. her. She didn't know me. It was a referral from a friend of mine. And uh, she didn't even know that I had a son that passed. And the first thing that she said was that, you know, that my guides were there and that they have a contract and that they're showing that there is very thick ink on this contract. And she asked, are you buying a house? And I said, no. And she said, oh. This is your contract, are a medium, and they say you must fulfill this contract. <laughs> you can imagine on the other end of the phone, all I want to do is talk to my kid. <laughs> and so right. I said, I'm a what? <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> and she says, you're a medium. You are the bridge between this world and the next. Um, she said, your guides say that you can hear them. And I said, no, I'm, you are mistaken. I cannot hear my guides. And then at that moment, in a very strong voice in my head, I heard, yes, you can hear us. You're giving and me chills. I would say at that moment <laughs> when I told her, I said, oh, okay, I guess I can hear them. And then I said, what in the heck does that mean? What does it mean to, you know, to be able to be a medium and to do what you do? And she said, training. And so I immediately went to training. I got, there's a wonderful place in Boulder. We're in northern Colorado. And uh, Boulder, Colorado has the Psychic Horizon Center. And that was the first place that I went to get some training. And then I got into a private mentor group, which was uh, very beneficial. It, uh, it helped me to, to learn and hone more. And within a month of going into training, I had kids from the other side coming to me asking me to take their message and to contact their parents. So oh, wow. uh, I that was really the beginning. And at the time, you know, a month in, I didn't know what the heck I was doing really. Uh had just been I said, Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna jump in and if you have a message, I will do my best to get it to your to your to your parents. Now, things are a little different now. I have a lot of bound more boundary now. I don't allow just random kids to come to me or random people to come to me to give, you know, to get message to their people. Uh they have to mm-hmm. get their person to cross my path, et cetera. But, uh, but that initial, those initial kids who trusted me enough to get messages to their parents, I really do appreciate them. And at the time, I didn't even have connection with JT yet. It was, I could feel him, but I couldn't hear him yet. It was probably mm-hmm. a couple months more in when I could start to hear him. So, uh, and that was because of my grief. My grief was kind of preventing me from total accessing uh, him. But, of course, that that went away. (laughs) And now he and I talk every day. Uh, We joke, you know, and and he gives me a science. Uh, He brings me clients. It's really an incredible. I can't hear you, so I'm going to jump in and ask a question. Oh, well, I stopped um, talking. Yeah, I stopped okay, talking. Okay, there we go. Well, the phone the phone has been a little 
a little eh, 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 bumpy gotcha. on, on my listening <laughs> end. Okay, let's take a breath and say let's clear these um, <laughs> paths of communication between ourselves. We're in the same city <laughs> and computer. We'll get all on the same frequency here. Um, now, I, I wrote down some notes as you were sharing your story. A, I have big plans for you, Mom. <laughs> and being in the not knowing at that time. And then, now, I have, I'm very intuitive. I can hear, but I don't do it in the same way you do. It's more of a clear sentence, a clear knowing, clear cognizance. Um, I would really like it to say, you must fulfill this contract, and this is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> So I know that bothered you in a sense because it was still in a place of unknowing, but um, I'm going to ask two things. Do you get that clear of a mess for some of your clients? And, I mean, that's a big jump from going from IE, which is very logical and linear and math-oriented, to being still and listening and being a vehicle for messages I mean, make this transition. Was it difficult emotionally for you to do that? Yes, I would say so. From IT or that kind of thinking to the uh, to the intuitive piece, uh, strangely, it was pretty easy to. And I I can only say mm -hmm. that's because I kind of have been open on both ends of that. Uh, but mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, because, you know, when you lose a child, the most important thing to you is that they're okay. And so right. in this process, my I was driven. I was driven to connect with him, that I could hear him. I could, I could hear him say, yes, I'm okay, Mom. Yes, I'm here with you, Mom. I'm not leaving. You know, I, I was driven. So I had quite a, uh, quite a huge impetus to learn how to do this. And I was, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted to have a purpose in this. I wanted to have a reason in this to, uh, you know, something that said, you know, this is why he left. We don't always get to know that. We don't get to know why our loved ones leave the way that they do, uh, you know, unless you come to me and you and we ask and then we get the answer. <laughs> and, the, and then yes, there goes the, the answer to your question about, yeah, about that, yes, I do get that clarity for others as well. Now, sometimes uh, it's not exactly like that because uh, the person needs to kind of find their own path. But for me, it was a very definitive thing, and my guides were like, yes, you are on this path. This is who you are. This is who you said you wanted to be before you came into this existence, and so let's do this. Cool. Well, this is awesome. We are going to go into our first commercial break. I am Dr. Beth Golden, and you are listening to Golden Alliance. And my special guest today is Serena Baptista, and she's been sharing information about her transition from being an IT techie to a psychic medium, which is an interesting leap. And we'll continue the session on the other end, and we're going to be talking about how we can utilize her skills um, when we're kind of feeling lost or fearful due to world circumstances now. So we will pick this up on the other side of this commercial break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, 
please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back. You are listening to Golden Alignment with myself, Dr. Beth Golden. Um, I am a clarity mentor, and I help people um, help them get clarity. They can have golden alignment with themselves, with the world around them, with relationships, with career decisions. And I help them to remember that we're all a bridge to greater understanding between mankind. And we have to have that understanding about ourselves first. Uh, I have spent hundreds of dollars and thousands of hours, which is backwards. I've spent hundreds of dollars and thousands of (laughs) taking business coaching. And although that's been a slow drip and it's now in my being, whenever I have done something that has um, helped me to be in alignment with myself, I have had immediate success. So that's what I like. We have been talking to Serena Baptista, and before the break, she was sharing about the loss of her son, JT, and how he and other children began to communicate with her, and how her life and her life mission began to change. So, Serena, I do have a question. Does JT remain the same age when he communicates? It's been between 10 and 11 years since his passing now. So is he evolving on the other side? He shows up the way that I need him to show up. So sometimes he'll come as the seven-year-old when I need to lighten up, when I'm taking things too seriously. Other times he'll come as the teenager that he, he'd be 18 now, and he comes mm-hmm. as a teenager when, uh, when I need him just to be kind of present in, in that, you know, as he was in that incarnation. The time he comes through as a guide, which is, you know, the, the ages, you know, really between you know, 25 and 30 in our years. Of course, where they're at, there aren't, you know, there's no time, no space, so, it's uh, for right. us, not them. But uh, that, yeah, he usually comes. Most of the time, he comes as a guide. That is really cool. Now, when we were preparing for this program, the title was "Lost and Alone: Finding Your Way in the New World." So, let's look at that. I mean, you were in golden alignment when you were an IT person, and that's what you prepared to do, and they're really good at. And then oftentimes we need to shift, and it is either gentle if we're listening, or it can be um, more disruptive as it was in your case. I don't think you are being called to do that before JT passed. So how are you, you obviously are in alignment now, so what, what is this lost and alone in finding your way? Can you share a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. All, a lot of us are finding that we are having gift, uh, that what we have been doing doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work for us. It doesn't fit. Yep. And it feels like you've got just a heavy coat on, you know, and there, and it's weighing us down. And if you feel that way, then taking off that coat is very scary. It can be scary to to imagine yourself without that coat, whether that coat represents a job or a relationship. And so many of us are having to move into that piece of shifting and not knowing where we're going and feeling, and you look at the world today and you just feel like, what is going on? It is just crazy out there. I hear people saying that all the time. It's crazy. And really what that craziness <laughs> to invoke is change. It's supposed to invoke mm-hmm. change for us and uh, enlightenment for us 
And a lot of times that can be really painful and we can feel very lost and alone because we have to take off the coat. And then when we take off the coat, who knows what's underneath? Are we naked underneath? Do we have clothing underneath? Where is that support for us? So it can be very frightening to make that shift, to make that step into into something else. Uh, and and so what I invite everyone to do is to first evaluate, you know, is is where I'm at working for me now? Because I put it, you know, finding your way in the new world. We have this new world that we're looking at now, this new world that we're trying to bring in now. And the stuff that we used to do, you can tell it just doesn't work anymore. The uh the societal uh requirements for, you know, for jobs and things like that just don't work anymore. There's so many more entrepreneurs, there's so much more inventiveness, and we're really being asked to step out of those confines, that structure, that box, and to find who we truly are. Well, it's interesting that that's frightening because I think it goes back to wanting to be loved and accepted and part of the part of the pack and as we change there is fear because we don't know what the next step is or what's going to be facing us so it takes faith and it takes courage and it takes some personal commitment to personal and spiritual practices to release and allow so I'm, I'm seeing a lot of that both in myself and my clients, which is no surprise. So with that in mind, I mean, you've worked with some mutual friends and who have changed their life. Um, my previous guest, Janelle Davis, you know, was a career counselor, and she's now doing mediumship work, a variety of different things as well. And again, that's a big and to step into a different identity. So are people fearing the identity? Are they fearing being rejected for their beliefs? All the above? Definitely all the above. Uh, I would say so much of what we fear comes from, you know, our childhood, our upbringing, uh, what's expected of us. And it's mm-hmm. hard for us to reject what was what was expected of us and to say, no, I really feel I need to go in this other direction. I feel I need to go here. and But I can't tell anybody that I'm going here because they're going to laugh at me or they're going to think I'm crazy. I can sure say that. They're, they There were tons of people <laughs> who could not hear that I was doing mediumship. And that's okay. You know, they, it just wasn't part of, of you know, their belief system. And so I had to let them go. And that can be very painful. Mm-hmm. That can be uh, frightening. Uh, luckily, you know, I knew enough to say, if I have to let this person go, I know another person will come in, another like-minded person will come into my life to help support me. And that's exactly what happened in my transition from from what I would call normal <laughs> to, to maybe not so normal now. You know? <laughs> Other world, you know, um, and people still... Yeah, the new normal, and Phil look at me sometimes when I have, like I have two heads when I tell them I'm psychic, but that's because it's, there's so many, um, so many myths, you know, around being psychic and mediums, and, you know, we're all supposed to levitate, and, uh, you know, all of that stuff. I don't levitate, sorry, disappoint anybody, but <laughs> I do, um, I do have, I do have clear connection, and I do know how to connect to the other side, the thing that I love now with these people who are in transition, I'm getting a ton of them in my office and helping them kind of sort through who they really are. You know, what are they here to do? What is their purpose here? How are they How are they going to be comfortable in making that transition? A lot of times people already know, they already know that that's happening. They already know that uh, that something is moving, something is changing, uh, but but they're scared and they just need some validation. Yes, this is the way you need to go uh, if you want to be, uh, if you want to continue on your path. Right, and 
caring, um, and what does support look like for you? Because they're coming to you or to me or a variety of other people around the world for that support, for that validation. Um, you're not crazy. I can help you walk steps. You have to walk through the steps. Um, and I think when you tell someone to medium, I, it could initially create some fear like, oh, you can see right through me or you can hear things. Right. So I think people get I'm reading your mind. You know, that's, so, yeah, they think I can read their minds. <laughs> right. Right. So does that happen? Like if you walk into a room, let's say there's 10 people in a room, is it noisy or can you just shut that off and be present? Oh, I can shut it off. A lot of times I don't because, of course, I'm surveying the room to see if I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of interesting energy on the planet right now, you know, and uh, and mm-hmm. I choose where I put my energy now, and that's that's something that I advise people to do a lot of where you put your energy because when you put your energy in places that it doesn't fit, then it's like a black hole. It's like it just sucks you dry. So I choose now where I go. So if I walk into a space, I do check out the vibe of the space and you know and the people. And and we'll decide at that point, okay, is this something where it's, you know, where I want to stay or is this something where I want to turn around and leave? You know, there's plenty of times where I will make an exit because I just find that it doesn't resonate. The, the group energy just doesn't resonate with me. And that's okay. It doesn't mean they're doing anything wrong. It does, there's no, there's no mm-hmm. wrong. There's no right. It's just different. And so I will make an exit uh, and and take care of it that way. I don't go in and I don't read minds unless something, you know, sometimes people's loved ones do uh, bat me over the head, uh, especially nuances, in order to mm-hmm. to make sure that their loved ones know that, that they're okay. So I will sometimes be in a group of people and I'll get, it's a push, uh, a physical push okay. where, where the loved one will push me forward and mm-hmm. I will identify who they are and then I will decide at that point whether the message or not. And if I give the okay. message, then it's always been received. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, time is going quickly and we are going into our second commercial break. You are listening to Golden Alignment with myself, Dr. Beth Golden and my wonderful guest, Serena Baptista. And we're going to be, you know, weaving different topics, finding your purpose, which we've touched on, um, that we're not, that we have helpers, that we can tune into them ourselves. And Serena is going to give us some tips and tools on how to do that. So we will return after this second commercial break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back. You are listening to Golden Alignment with myself, Dr. Beth Golden, and my guest for today, Serena Baptista. Serena is a psychic medium, and we've been talking about how she developed her gift, went into training, 
how she's helping people now. And before the break, Serena was sharing that if she goes into a group of people and it just doesn't feel right to her, that she will leave. So I have done that in a couple of occasions. I've been much more willing to do it than I have in the past. I don't know if I had in the past sit in the place of people-pleasing or I should stay here because it's rude to leave. But if I'm in a place where my well-being is definitely being diminished, at this point I will leave. Now, I have a question. Um, I've had... All of this is raising our vibration. We connect with the other side. They have to lower theirs a bit, and we have to raise ours. And if we can higher vibration of love, joy, peace, and gratitude, people will leave because they won't match that. Sometimes it could be in anger or some disruption, and sometimes they just disappear. That thing is uncomfortable in my spirit to, to like maintain that relationship. But at the same time, I'm grieving it. So have you guys had, it's like, I don't want to go back and interact unless it's markedly different. But at the same time, it's, I guess it's kind of hard for me to let go or have sadness in that. Definitely. Absolutely. Whenever we have to shift into something else, uh, and it means leaving somebody behind or something behind, we will have grief. And that is, uh, that's part of process, really. And it's okay to say, you know, I'm, I'm sad about that. I'm sad that I have to leave this job. It's not working anymore. Or leave this relationship. It's not working anymore. Or, or I know I need to shift into something totally different. Uh, but I'm going to grieve what where I was. Um, absolutely. And we just work through that. You know, grief is a very interesting thing. You can't just avoid it. You have to work through it. And that mm-hmm. is regardless of what kind of grief it is, whether it's losing a loved one or losing a relationship or anything, knowing. You know, you can be sad but still determined to say, I am going to do what's best for myself I know I need to get on my path. I know I shift to be uh, to be in purpose, and uh, and I'll be sad about leaving this behind. But I must forward, and I think that's probably what helped right. me uh, when I was learning this, and it really was quite. Uh, I don't even know the words for it. <laughs> quite a, a little bit of a change in my life. It was quite abrupt, you know, obviously a big losing change. a kid, but then also, yes. And then uh, and then finding that the people who were with me, even after that loss, uh, they've, you know, once I went to the mediumship place, they said, oh, I'm out. Uh, I, I can't handle this. Uh, I'm not going to do this. Now, I shouldn't say that was a lot of people. I would say that that was, you know, maybe, hmm, you know, 40% of the, of the close people that I had, but then there was the 60%, right, that, that stuck it out with me mm-hmm. and knew I wasn't crazy and, uh, and really was there for me. But, yeah, grieving, those, grieving the losses of those relationships, definitely, that was a huge piece of learning. Yeah, and as with emotion, um, we're in these physical bodies to actually have emotions and feel them. And if we avoid them, they do not disappear. So it's honoring them. It's surrendering to them. You know, it's saying, I am in grief and I love that. So you're looking at the emotion and as you say, and I love that, you're transmuting it and you're taking some energy out of that. But yeah, it, it is a process and to know it actually feels really good to set healthy boundaries and to know where you feel comfortable and where you don't. And if you're not comfortable, you don't have to stay there. And that can be in a physical place or that can be in a relationship. When you know who you are and can honor yourself, life actually becomes a lot easier. It's clear. Now, um, we're talking about not alone. We have helpers. And... Can you share a little bit about that, like an overarching thing, and do you help people tap into who 
their counsel may be. Absolutely. Yes, that was the one thing that really surprised me was how much help I had to move into this and continue to have that I can't see. I can't see them, you know, they're not in physical form. Uh, they're in, you know, an energetic form. Mm-hmm. And to trust that and to believe that uh, was a was a process, and, and I I open I openly say to other people, you know, it's okay to um, to trust. It's okay to to ask for help. Uh, there's so much help that we can ask for. There's so much guidance that we can receive. And again, I didn't know any of this before. I was a very independent. Am a very independent person, and I thought I had to do it all on my own. And I have lots of people come into my office who are like that, who say, well, I, I just I just think that I need to do this by myself or <laughs> I think that, uh, that, that I'm okay mm-hmm. just doing it this way. And I said, well, how's it working for you? How's it working for you? Wouldn't you like to have more <laughs> assistance? <laughs> In figuring out, in figuring out where are you, you know, and and I always say you can always come pay me if you want to, but my what I would prefer is I would prefer for you to learn how to do it yourself. I would prefer that you learn how to connect with your with your guides, with your counsel, uh, you know, with with all of the helpers, uh, no matter what you call them. There's so many different names for them, and it doesn't matter what you call them. I just usually refer to them as helpers, whether it's angels. If you, if that's a good term for you, or guides, or uh, you know, uh, ascended masters, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter what you call them. They all come from that same place. And so, one of my mm-hmm. missions, one of my jobs, is to connect people with their guides, with their with their help, and have them be able to get those answers themselves. Have them be able to tune in and uh, and learn that we're all psychic. We can all do what I do. Right. Many people don't really want to share and, you know, and say, oh, I see here future, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but but they do want to what mm-hmm. I call lead a guided life, to know which way to go, to know how to go uh, forward or to turn right, to turn left. I would uh, have fun with my guides in the beginning when I was learning how to trust them. I'd be driving along and I'd say, okay, you guys get me to where I need to go. Uh, you tell me when to turn. You tell me, you know, when to do whatever. And uh, let's have an adventure. They would tell me, okay, turn left up here. Okay, turn right up here. Okay, we're going to go straight for a little bit. Uh, and, and it was absolutely hysterical because I would end up where I needed to be. But, boy, was it a fun journey. You know, that kind of thing where you can ask a question at any time and um, and receive the answer mm-hmm. whether it's through your knowing hearing feeling seeing you know however however you receive it we all receive from our helpers we just don't ac- know we just don't acknowledge mm-hmm. that it's actually them so it's a really interesting process to watch people uh, i've been doing this for many years now and to watch people do that uh, to watch people be able to connect and to receive. And it's not an overnight process. You do have to have commitment because it's not like you wake up one day and go, oh, I'm psychic, or oh, I can hear them. So (laughs) there will be some, you know, learning. There's going to be training involved, yeah. Uh, And some people do. Some people, it is spontaneous. There is a spontaneous thing. But I would say for the most of us, we have so much junk uh, that we have put on ourselves about you know, having to be in the physical world and not, you know, not seeing things that aren't there and not hearing things that aren't there, that we need to do unblocking. We need to do clearing uh, in order to to be clear receivers and to uh, receive from our guidance. Well, one of the big things is simply to ask. Now, I have these cards with Dr. David R. Hawkins' Emotional Frequency Scale, and that keeps me, I'll put it in a very visible place. So if I get in a mood of, oh, you don't have to be there, and I can adjust accordingly. One big thing, I don't know if it's ego or as we're raised, as you mentioned, just asking. Like, why do we forget to ask for help? Like, bring me the right person to 
have clarity. I need discernment to know if this person is telling the truth. You know, if they're there to help and we're asking, I guess then we learn how we receive. I hear things, you know, it's just like you do. Like people aren't dead. <laughs> you talk to dead people. No, because they're not dead. But Right. So I will get messages or I'll get, <laughs> get hits of information. But I guess as people ask and play a game, like I think the cool thing, let's play a game. Let's see how this is all going to go in life. And so when you give classes, um, tell us about some of your workshops. And I know going, is it to New York this summer, your favorite place? Yes, I will be in Lilydale um, August. 7th through the 14th, I'm doing a workshop. Uh, it's called Letters from Heaven, and it is receiving letters from your loved ones on the other side. It's a very powerful workshop. I have done this a couple of times in the past in different places, and it is uh, really amazing what people receive because what I'm doing is I'm training people how how they can receive messages from their loved ones, letters from their loved ones. Uh, so that is August 10th in mm -hmm. Lilydale. And um, and then there, I'm also going to Altadena, well, Pasadena area at the end of July and have, uh, I'm not doing any training there, but, I, um, but I'm seeing some clients there, which will be very exciting to do that in a, in a totally different place. The, uh, what I wanted to say, too, for when you were saying about forgetting to ask or we can just ask, I do have clients who tell me, well, who am I to ask for help? Uh, I get that a lot, the idea of, mm -hmm. well, I'm not worthy to, to receive help from the divine. And I want to say right here and now to everybody that we are all worthy. We all are divine. We all have that divine spark. Mm -hmm. We all have access to this uh, help and to this assistance. Uh, I'm not special. Uh, everybody has access to this. And I have a lot of different opportunities for people to learn. I do long-distance mentoring uh, on this subject, you know, and of course, I have an office in Loveland, Colorado, where I do hold some workshops. But really, I love working individually with people as well, uh, because sometimes people are afraid to be in a group because they're afraid that, oh, they won't receive or that they'll do it wrong. So I found that individual sessions really help people too. Cool. Well, this is perfect timing. We're going into our third final commercial break. You are listening to Golden Alignment with myself, Dr. Beth Golden, and my fabulous guest, Serena Baptista. Um, we are going to talk about some tools on the other side of this commercial break. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back. You are listening to Golden Alignment with myself, Dr. Beth Golden, and my guest today, Serena Baptista. Um, I provide a program entitled Clarity Creates Golden Alignment. 
I work with people who have been on a personal or spiritual path for quite some time and helping remind each of us that we are bridged to greater understanding between all mankind and that understanding begins with us. So, Serena, we have talked about you moving from IT to a completely different type of business that you've been in for many years now, um, that we each have a purpose and a plan in life. We don't have to feel alone about asking for help um, and some classified. Would you like to go? I know you do some training with teenagers, so if you want to touch on that. And then what other tips and tools that you could provide in the last few moments here? Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. The most important thing is to honor who you honor what is happening in your life. So what that means is if you are being drawn to something different, don't be afraid of that. Don't be concerned that, oh, what will people think? Just do it. You know, find your purpose. What do you love to do? What are your passions? You know, do you love to draw? Do you love to write? Those different things. Do those, and that will fill that space. It'll it'll get you closer into into your purpose. The other thing is to find people who are like you. <laughs> that was very important mm-hmm. with me when I. Uh, jumped into this is to find like-minded people to understand that the people who are in your life now may not be those people and again it's okay to let them go you don't have to uh, you, you really need to honor yourself let's just put it that way and that can be hard especially when some of those people are family members that you have to let go of it doesn't mean you have to boot everybody out of your life because that is not what we're talking about but it does mean that you need to honor again honor who you are the other thing that and for people is to mind where your energy is going where is your energy going is it where you want it to go i call pie chart of draw a pie chart on a piece of paper and then decide what percentages of your energy go to different things and look at pie chart do you have a huge mm-hmm. chunk of energy that's going to something that not it's not uh for your highest good it doesn't feel good anymore it's not where you want to be anymore you look at that if it's in black and white and right in front of you i find that it is very effective and you go oh, wow i need to move some of that energy somewhere else and then make a plan to do it absolutely yeah the teens this mm-hmm. uh that we have on the planet right now are so intuitive they are so amazing the problem that they have, of course, is too much influx of energy. They are just like open circuits. It's like all their nerves are on the outsides of their bodies. And so what I do with teens is I teach mm-hmm. them how to have boundaries, how to make sure that you have the right energy in your space, and to look at somebody and say, okay, is this somebody that I want in my space? Is is this somebody that's sucking me dry or is it somebody who is feeding me? It's very important to have people right. who are have balanced energy, where the energy is balanced for you and that person. And if you find that you're being sucked dry, and this is for adults and teenagers, then you need to change that relationship. Something has to give. You are not supposed to get sucked dry. You uh, Even if you're a healer, even if you're an empath and you want to heal the world, you want to save everybody, which just isn't possible, right. <laughs> uh, we, we must mind our energy. We must be good with our energy. Uh, and that is, you know, and sometimes it's a hard choice. Sometimes we have to say, wow, I'm sorry I can't get together with you right now. I really need to do something different. And, and it can feel like you're hurting that person. But really, you know, is it for your highest good to be energy in that moment? You must honor yourself, bottom line. Well, I love you reiterating that fact because women in particular often give from an empty cup and they give and give and give and give and then something gives and they have to look at this, you know, something happens and they have to, 
get filled up. We need to get from our overflow. So if you look at a teacup and it's overflowing. So we can't serve anybody's best and highest when we're a mess and doing for other people. And I love that energy pie chart because that is, yeah, it's a great visual. And then to like let go of the fear of moving to different spaces or people. I was listening to Cease and he was saying that what if this all a game, like our fears and our limitations, and the game isn't real? You know, it's like cracking that egg. And I think right. that's also an, an analogy to then you feeling like you need to move in a different direction. You have to be willing to be very open and expansive. And, and I always put my arms out, like keep your chest up and not be closed up. We have about two and a half minutes. Um, do you have any, you don't have to rush, but do you have any words of wisdom so we can tie this all up in a book and please share how people can get in touch with you? Absolutely. Uh, my website is www.serenabaptista.com and it should be on the, the, the webpage here. I, again, my mission is to help everybody in these transitional times, to help them not feel alone, to help them out fear so that they can move into where they're supposed to be. So many people, are, they're moving along and they were put somewhere or they just landed into something and now it's not working and it's okay that it's not working. Don't be afraid. Understand that it is just part of what is happening in our new world and that there is absolutely purpose for everybody. We come here with a mission. We all come here to get stuff done. And uh, what I love to do is help people discover that. Oh, that is all. Thank you so much. I have the pleasure and honor of being able to spend time with Serena here in Loveland, Colorado, and I feel her gracious love and support, and I trust that it is mutual. You have been listening to Golden Alliance yes. um, with myself, Dr. Beth Golden. <laughs> and um, we are my shows every Wednesday to a Eastern Standard Time, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you so much for being here with Serena and I today. Remember, honor yourself. Think about where your energy is going so that you, we only have a finite amount of energy. So as you go on the rest of your week, take care. God bless. And we'll... Thank you for choosing to listen to Golden Alignment. Dr. Beth Golden will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, enjoy playing in that golden space where health, wealth, love, and magical...